is Miss Right Time with Heart Solutions Podcast. And I just wanted to look back at what was out of reach for me when I was a little girl and what was forbidden. It was totally forbidden to be in my body and and to actualize and realize my body and my feelings that went along with it. I did not have access to me because I was punished every turn. I don't know if you had that same experience as a girl, but for a third world girl, <laughs> you you were shut down from your body. You were not allowed access to your body. What your body felt was not okay. What your body um, called for or it had a curiosity or an interest in it, it was not allowed. And mine was on a different spectrum. Mine was followed with belts and beats and slaps and curse words and ugly kind of um, names. Like those cultural derogatory words like whore, bitch, prostitute. Maybe not prostitute. I'm making that up. Um, but other the other things, which I can't think right now. Um... And I was called like a tramp. And the Spanish word, puta, for it all. I was so nasty for having an interest in a boy. In a, a wanting to touch a boy when I was a, a little tiny girl. All the way from very, very young, I was yelled at, beat if I had any kind of interest and I showed it and the more or if I touched myself if I masturbated yes I'm going to use that word as little girls sometimes some little girls they touch themselves that's it happens and I happen to be one of those and so the more I got beat over it like I got beat the fuck up I got belts after me if, if I had touched myself and it was discovered by opening the legs up, looking down in there, having me lay down, examining my cooch. I had my cooch examined up until I was age 13 or 12, 12 years old. I was having my little body inspected. That shouldn't happen. There should have been no inspections. There shouldn't have been no looking at me down there while I laid compliant, obedient. Should have never happened. Why, why was I bringing this topic up anyway? <laughs> um, I guess it's just body shaming. It's, it's, a, it's one person's body shaming that had devastating effects on me. And, well, I'm going to tell you right now, honeys. I got my healing. I went to my counseling, did my journaling. I did my my tear crying. I, I must have cried like a gallon over it all. So. And it doesn't hurt to talk about it now. You'd think it would. Um, but my body is my own now. And I've been talking about the power of the mind and the power of your words and the power of the direction of your thoughts. 
how they dictate the path, your future whole path, and how they lock out certain people because you don't have a flavor for them. When you change your your mind, you don't you have no flavor for them. What they say doesn't even interest you. So that's that's what it is. Is when you change your thoughts and, and the, it changes what sounds good to you. What sounds interesting. What what sounds palpable? Is that the word? Palatable, palatable. And what what excites you? You know the things that used to excite you and make you feel like you gained something. You, you're a little, your heart fluttered. Those things seem simplistic, or they they seem dumb. You are a new person. But back to the that um the other abuses oh my gosh like that little girl laying there she didn't know that she had a twisted person that was was doing this she didn't understand that this didn't have to happen she just complied all for somebody's Paranoias, anxieties, and sicknesses, and psychosis, and schizophrenia, and, and anything else in between. And so, you know, when in guided imagery, this is a point where I would, and I have in other, you know, abuse instances, is come to that child, or come to my own child rescue, and have this conversation in the midst of this running the memory. You run the memory and then you come in and you you can do a, a, so many things with the guided imagery. And, um, well, first, you can give this child a fucking bazooka and then blow the, the person away in the imagination and just have flesh splatter everywhere imagination got an imagery healing done it's over that's vanquished it's it's no more and you literally are changing the brain anytime that you go back into memory and that, and then you you reshape the pain you reshape the story you you reshape it all um you know like you've got these movies where there's special effects and Somebody's a magician and things disappear and they're vanquished. Well, how about how about you say, here's your wand. Wave this wand and she disappears. Say that. Tell the little girl. Me, I'll tell that little girl. And then wave it. She disappears. Wave it, baby. Wave it. You have it. Once you wave this and you know she's going to be gone after you wave it, wave it. And, um, or that could be like a rescue of your favorite, favorite, um, for me is my child, my favorite childhood character. I really, really like Sesame Street, Stephalopagus. Stephalopagus, if you know Big Bird and Stephalopagus, they were tight. They were besties. So I'm imagining now that character coming in and saying here put your clothes on baby 
in Snuffleupagus' of voice and, and saying, we're, get, we're out of here. And then Snuffleupagus, he takes her and gives her a, a nice donkey kick and, and sends her to the wall. And she's dead. Or he's dead. I'm not going to say much more. So. Yes, yeah, so use your guided imagery. Thanks. Mm-hmm.